You are listening to Ordinary Prayers, an invitation to listen for the presence of God in the ordinary parts of life. But now let us take this time to prepare our hearts and minds to pray. Today is Friday, June 15, 2018, and we read from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. In 2 Corinthians, Paul works to mend a relationship with the Corinthian church, a relationship damaged by doubts about Paul's sincerity and competence as an apostle. From Paul's writing, it is clear that he understands salvation to be not only a present but also a future reality. These two factors shape Paul's vision in that we regard no one from a human point of view. Let us listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6-10 through 10 and 14-17. through 17. So we are always confident, even though we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we do have confidence, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please Him. For all of us must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may receive recompense for what has been done in the body whether good or evil. And he died for all, so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. The camp I directed became a very popular summer activity for children in the community. Matter of fact, new families moving into the area were told, you need to send your kids to Camp Shalom. Didn't take long for us also to gain a reputation as a place for good kids. The board of directors was committed to diversifying the summer program. They wanted it to be a place for people of all ages and circumstances. So we started nurturing a relationship with the city school, a school that dealt with lower-income children. 
Together with the school staff, we identified at-risk children who could benefit from a camp experience. When we kicked off the project, I explained the program and its intent to the summer staff. They were excited, willing, and very gracious in how they served the campers. However, when referring to the children in this program, our staff would always say, Those children are wonderful. The words were poisoned to my ears. At-risk children are always those children. Even when they're referenced in positive terms, as our staff did, the words those children always suggest they're less than the good children. Why can't we see all children just as children? Why can we not see children as children? Why must we view them by their distinctions? After that first summer, I quit identifying those campers to our staff. We stressed in training the need to deal with each child as a child without distinction. Those children became a forbidden phrase. Our leadership staff would stop anyone using it and say, we just deal with children. Distinctions, even when used for the best of purposes, open the door for division. Division provides the soil for the seeds of evaluation to grow, and we live in a world which loves its distinctions. We love classifying people according to a group. The group has an identity which blinds the outsider from seeing the person and the story behind each individual. Our need to classify other people is grounded in our own sense of identity. The late psychologist Dr. Leon Pomeroy suggested our perception of others was rooted in our own sense of self-worth. He wrote about how self-esteem informs personal worth, and personal worth shapes how we value human beings. If this is true, and I believe it is, we would need to stop evaluating ourselves from a human point of view if we hope to do the same to others. So the starting point for this new outlook is the mirror. The person we are always looking at was made in the image of God, and that image is a good one. When was a time you felt judged by a classification? How able are you to no longer view people from a human point of view and what image do you think God has of you? Let's take this time to pray. Maybe you might ask God to reform your heart and sight this day both of yourself and your neighbor.
Let's listen one more time to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. So we are always confident, even though we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Yes, we do have confidence, and we would rather be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please Him. For all of us must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may receive recompense for what has been done in the body whether good or evil. And he died for all, so that those who live might live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised for them. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view. Even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view, we know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, Everything has become new. Let us pray. Forgive me, Lord, when I look in the mirror. Remind me that you formed me to be a child of God, loved for who and whose I am. Change my sight that I might see this same child in others. Restore me with the joy of your creation and renew a right spirit within me, O Lord. Now may God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine, bless you and grant you the gifts of faith, hope, and love. Amen. Amen.